0: Hello? Okay. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. <clears throat> Today's scripture comes from the book of Esther, chapters 7 and 9, various verses. <clears throat> so the king and Haman went in to feast with Queen Esther. On the second day, as they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, "'What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. "'And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom it shall be fulfilled.'" Then Queen Esther answered, if I have won your favor, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me. That is my petition and the lives of my people. That is my request. For we have been sold, I and my people to be destroyed, to be killed and to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would have held my peace, but no enemy can compensate for this damage to the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Who is he and where is he? Who has presumed to do this? Esther said, A foe and enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king, said, Look, the very gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, stands at Haman's house 50 cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the anger of the king abated. Mordecai recorded these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, enjoining them that they should keep the fourteenth day of the month Adar and also the fifteenth day of the same month, year by year, as the days on which the Jews gained relief from their enemies, and as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness, and from mourning into a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another, and presents to the poor. The word of God for the people of God.
1: Lord Jesus, we thank you both for the privilege of being your people, but also for the great responsibilities we must also bear as your people. Give us courage, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The book of Esther is an amazing and strange little book. Almost everything in it is excessive, just way over the top. It opens with a drinking party that lasts half a year. Esther's predecessor, Queen Vashti, was disposed of because she refused to dance. Esther has to go through an entire year of beauty treatments and queen training before she can even meet her husband-to-be. Haman builds a gallows 75 feet high. Now, who does that? How in the world do you even get someone on that thing to hang them? Seventy-five feet in the air. God's name is not even mentioned in this book of the Bible. Song of Songs, also known as the Song of Solomon, is the same way. But the ruler's name is mentioned 175 times. God is not mentioned at all. Esther is truly a strange little book. But Esther is also an amazing book. Every word in it challenges the power structures which existed in Esther's day and still exist in our day. Men against women. Citizens against foreigners. Power people over ordinary people. Insiders over outsiders. In other words, so many of the things that we see on the news today, we find in the book of Esther. And what a story it tells. Esther is Jewish, but no one, not even her husband the king, knows it. Only Mordecai. Haman, the prime minister, is offended that Mordecai refuses to bow to him. And Haman knows that Mordecai is a Jew. So he decides that justice demands that all Jews must die. and he gets the king to back his plan. And so now Esther is in an incredibly dangerous situation. Her husband, the king, when invading Greece, had his bridges destroyed by a storm. He blamed the engineers and lined them up and had their heads chopped off. And then he was furious with the water. Herodotus, the historian, a Greek historian, says that the king sent soldiers into the water with whips, demanding that they lash the ocean 300 times for its insubordination. Excessive enough? Of course not. Not for the book of Esther. He next sent soldiers to throw shackles into the water to bind the water. And then he sent his soldiers back in to stab the waves with red-hot irons. Haman decides to kill all the Jews Because he was insulted by one. These are powerful men. These are dangerous men. And these are the two men that Esther confronts. And she is meeting with them to reveal that she is Jewish and to plead for the lives of her people. If she is silent, her people perish, but she is spared. If she speaks up, then her people may be spared, or her people may still be killed, and this time she with them. Not just dangerous, but way over-the-top dangerous. Fitting for this book of Esther. Being a child of God in our world can be risky, even dangerous. Now, we are blessed to live in a country where we worship freely. But in some countries, to reveal that you are a disciple of Jesus gets you fired, keeps you from getting a good job in the first place, gets you persecuted, and can get you killed. But what if we, even in a free country, remain silent? Even in a Free nation, if we are silent, injustice thrives. Lives remain empty, never transformed by the Holy Spirit. Let's make it even more basic. If people kept silent, I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Esther is strange and amazing. But you know what? Strange and amazing is a pretty good description of every dedicated Christian I have ever met. Speaking truth to lies, speaking Christ even though it means certain suffering, daring to love those the world has rejected living graciously in a frequently ungracious world, hospitals, schools, relief organizations, international food distribution centers, shelters, prison ministries, the list is hours long of all our church does because people throughout generations refused to keep. Silent. Thank God for the strange and amazing people. May we be privileged to be counted among them. Amen.